0: Response. are you well welcome to
1: another episode of response podcast uh, i am back well, we're back with gary and myself hey uh, gary what is our topic this week
0: so we've just spent for one of the big questions Yeah, um, and we're going to talk about why god doesn't just fix things
1: yeah that was uh again you've you've now put forward two episodes like maybe three actually three or four i think we had a big structure beforehand and you've just tossed it out the window Got
0: to go with the spirit lead, yeah.
1: <laughs> Fair. And so uh, this is going to be a two-parter. Uh, Gary, one part this week, obviously, and then yeah. one part next week as well. Yeah, so you'll yeah, see a massive yeah. part one, probably, on the title yeah. of this Spotify episode. And what are we specifically looking at in this part with regards to that question, Gary?
0: Yeah, so um, obviously we felt this was something that maybe just need a bit more attention. Yeah. Hence the 2 Um, But we're going to talk, first of all, about um, when God doesn't fix things. Yeah. And then hopefully um, in the next episode we'll balance that out maybe with about maybe times when God does fix things. Yeah. Or if he doesn't fix them, why? That's not necessarily yeah. a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: and I suppose we need to look at exactly what we mean when we're saying we're looking at Uh, When God doesn't think fix things, or when God won't fix things, Uh, that's obviously, as as you've said, a pretty big question. So, what's our sort of our definition as we uh, start this? I'll I'll help you out, Gary. So really, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's very early. Yeah, it's fair. Well, yeah, what we're trying to do really is help. the guys at One Eighty to learn how to persevere with God through difficult times, yeah, um, and really to help them learn how to bring a God-centered view yep. to those challenges. Yeah, um, it's not just about sort of what we say; it's about hopefully equipping.
1: Yeah, yeah, and so we're sort of taking, although there's lots of things that are that are wrong, um, we're sort of talking about individual circumstances. I'm not going to be talking about, like, why does God not just come in and and remove all sin from the world? It's sort of yeah, individual yeah. circumstances. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, from a Christian standpoint or from people who trust in God, you know, if I trust in God, why doesn't he just make me perfect or why doesn't he just make my life easy and relieve me from all difficulty, relieve me from all difficult times? You know, if well, I suppose we'll get into it a wee bit later of a couple of, of examples. Um, what are a few examples, uh, Gary, of, of sort of maybe even what we've been going through, you know, when difficult things, it seems as though people trust in God and then things can get more difficult even at times. Mm, or he just doesn't sometimes fix it them. Does, yeah. yeah, he just doesn't fix them at all. So do you have yeah. any biblical examples, Gary?
0: Yeah, well I mean obviously Exodus <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> number one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I threw <couldn't laughs> that
1: for you didn't I? and you just hit it out of the park. <laughs>
0: But actually what you've just said about how like, you know, God comes along sometimes actually maybe it feels that things are worse. Yeah. And that's exactly what we talked about yeah. on Friday. Mm-hmm. You know, and whenever a Moses first rocked up in Egypt, um, the first response of Pharaoh was to double down yeah. on the way they were being treated. Yeah. You know, and the people had a very human reaction to that. by yeah. <laughs> <He's> saying like, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. You know, like it was kind of all right before and now yeah. you've came along, you've made it worse. Yeah. So how do you expect us to believe in your God now?
1: Yeah, exactly. I love that verse. Um, I don't know if we spent enough time on it. Um, on Friday night there passed. You, know, the Israelites say to Moses, "You've made us stink in the sight of Pharaoh." Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what an odd way to describe <laughs> to describe what's just happened. Like we're a repulsive smell to Pharaoh now. <laughs> it's a great, it's a great image. Fair play to them; they're very creative and um, easy to remember. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's such an insult now when somebody says, I smell, and like, oh my word, I'm so repulsive.
0: (laughs) I stink Um, in the sight of you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah, well, on a serious note, that is awful. You know, they're expecting to just sort of walk free from God. And Mm -hmm. well, Moses came along and was like, this is going to happen. They were all, we said on Friday, they were worshiping God, really happy, buzzing about getting to leave. And then Pharaoh was like, nah, not a chance. So yeah, really you new know, difficult thing not fixed. Yeah. Um, any other examples there at all?
0: Um I always like the example of Paul. Yeah. where he talks about like the thorn in his flesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I think that's such an incredible mm-hmm. incredibly useful thing. Yeah. Um because it makes you realize that, you know, like great people still have struggles and just because they're great people and seem to, you know, know God far better than we do, yeah. it doesn't mean that, you know, they live in perfection either. Um, And despite everything that Paul did for the gospel, for example, you know, God didn't, like, he's obviously rewarded him, you know, in the kingdom. But he didn't, you know, fix certain struggles that he had on earth.
1: Yeah, yeah, like we never really know exactly what his thorn in the flesh Mm. was, you know, it easily could have been something to do with his personality, a habit that he maybe got into, like people just don't know, or or whether it was something to do with his uh, his eyesight or the fact that he maybe wasn't able to speak publicly. Lots of people have thought about what it could be, and and, and we don't we don't know, which I think adds to it. You know, mm. adds to just wow, like this could have been really really difficult for Paul, and yet yeah. he just you know, God didn't remove it from him. I think he says in in Second Corinthians, you know, God's not going to remove this from me lest I be exalted above measure. In other words, God's keeping me down this peg. He's, mm. he's humbling me. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think fair enough, Paul. Like, you know, he, he could have thought of himself as a great <laughs> preacher, a great writer, a great servant of the Lord. And, and even he notices, well, I've got this one in the flesh. Like I'm not, I'm not that great. Mm. I,
0: think
1: that's, I think that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, there's also sort of Old Testament prophets as well, as like Isaiah and Jeremiah, where they, they come up against sort of fierce rivals. Um, and they seem to just lose constantly and just fierce rivals keep coming up. Jeremiah is called the weeping prophet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just knew he, he wept over Israel and, and, and things didn't go right for him. I think it's so, I think the Old Testament's full of it, um, full of, of of just things where God seemingly takes a back seat, seemingly mm. takes a back seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, Gary, that sort of comes to to a personal adage I think we've written down on <laughs> the structure.
0: It's impressive that word.
1: A <laughs> real bozo spent three. Adage.
0: <laughs> You Say it with a French accent. <laughs> did
1: I spell it wrong, did I? I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, our our structures really Yeah, so like, I mean, obviously one of the inspirations for this was actually you. <clears throat> <laughs> I said that just the time with a mouthful. <laughs>
1: <laughs> mouthful of coffee, but me spat all over the mic. <laughs>
0: um, but no, i like, um, being, being serious for a second. Um, like I had remembered you yeah. like teaching at 180 at one point and you've been talking about how like as a young person you were very different in terms of yeah. your, like your personality yeah. um, and how, you know, God saw you through that in a sense yeah. he corrected lots of things. Yeah. Um, to allow you to do what you can't now. Yeah. But when I heard that I thought, Oh, flip, do you know, like, I was like that and kind of in very much feel like in many ways still I am. Yeah. Um and I remember like when I was a teenager and I was like, Oh god, like could you not give me, you know, a more outgoing personality or yeah. make it easier for me to like talk to new people or make friends, whatever, because and then I had all of these reasons why yeah, yeah. you know that's a good thing. And yeah. basically <laughs> suggesting to God that my plans were pretty good and he should take them under his notice <laughs> and get it sorted.
1: Kind <laughs> of <to> persuade him. <laughs> yes.
0: But um for me, like that is an example in my life where like God didn't fix things yeah. just because I asked them mm-hmm. uh, or asked him to, sorry. Yeah. Um And I did struggle with that and found it very frustrating, you know, and especially, like, you know, you look around, especially when you're younger and you see, like, your friends and other people that you might know, and you're like, oh, flip. Like, I wish, like, I was more like them with what they can do in whatever it is that you feel you're limited by. But over time, obviously, now that I'm older, I can look back and see that kind of actually, like, what you just said about Paul, you know, like, you know, I think the reason why God just didn't fix all of those things and give me a great outgoing personality was for my own benefit. Because okay. I think I would have been a horrible person, <laughs> you know. And I think although I struggled with not having those gifts, like yeah. I still had the wisdom to realize that, like, I had other gifts. Yeah, okay. But a wee bit sort of like, well, like, they're all right, but I'd like this yeah. as well.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: Um. But looking at it in the round, if I had had all of those things... Yeah. Not good, <laughs> not good. Um, and I think really run the risk of like generating like real arrogance, you know. Like, I have mm-hmm. got the whole set and I'm okay, yeah. Whereas, when you know, when you are limited and you know that you can't just have everything the way you'd like it, like, you're yeah. forced to rely on God, yeah. Um, and there's so many times like where, like, before I had to do things, like. I don't know, public speaking or give a presentation or go into a room full of people I didn't know. Like, I remember being like, oh, like, I don't know if I can do this. But the only thing I could do was, like, ask God for his help. Yeah. And yes, okay, like, it didn't mean that I went in and blitzed the whole thing. But equally, like, that was the only encouragement and security I had. Yeah. And that's to the benefit of your relationship with God. definitely. You know, when you really do have to rely on him for things. Yeah.
1: Yeah, as you say, you know, if you had everything, you know, if you were the, you had your hopes and dreams, whatever you knew, you had your. Oh, I can just get up and speak in front of anybody. You would, mm-hmm. you would just become so confident in yourself. Yeah. I can just do yeah. this. This is so easy for me. I don't need any help. And it would, it would take away from you know, a presentation that you were given, and um, probably you know a wee sense of arrogance in there. People notice
0: it yeah. very quickly. Um, and even like leading in church on a Sunday morning, yeah, like, it's close to panic yeah. at times. <laughs> Yeah, but again, you know, like I can't do that on my own. Yeah. And that, that, I think that's the way it needs to be for me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I would admit that leading <laughs> in church, leading on a Sunday morning is the worst thing I've ever done in my life. It is the most difficult thing. <laughs> like, you're just there to fill half an hour.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's also really good when, like, you don't switch a microphone on and oh, all sorts yeah. of things that I've done. Yeah,
1: well, we're all have all been there, Gary. Like, and you see somebody at the sound, sound desk just waving at you, and you're like, <laughs> they are so supportive.
0: <laughs> see, I'm so afraid to lift my eyes to even look at the sound desk. Okay, I'm like, if I look up, everyone will know. know. Yeah. yeah, so yes. guy,
1: that's obviously okay, Thanks so much, first of all, for sharing. And um, this was your idea. Like, to, to sort of, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't coerce you to, sh- to sh- you get
0: your turn next <laughs> week. <laughs> Might not be a lot shorter. No, I'm joking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know. Uh, so, so, dude. Yeah, thank you for that. And, and I'm sure that, that, that the, young, the young people can uh, can empathise with that. You know, I don't think we do have a young person who has it all together. <laughs> so if hopefully, they do. Yeah. They hide it well. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so obviously you know we've we've talked about Paul. Well, that's in the Bible, and, and Gary, mm. we've talked about you. You know, so maybe that's just you've you, you've really searched yourself and you've managed to sort of find that out yourself. Mm. You know, is there anybody else who you know as well? We can sort of take a wee bit of inspiration from. Obviously, the young people can talk to you, talk to you about it. Mm. No doubt about that. Um, but maybe if they want to sort of find out how God would use mm. difficulties or yeah. things that maybe we wanted to change about ourselves, is there anybody else that sort of? It's sort of out there, like a wee book or just if somebody's Wikipedia page, even we could sort of search up. You've got a great one here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm tossing it up here. Yeah. You just have to hit it out of the park. <laughs> but,
0: one note of caution in okay. that I think it is really good to read about other people's experiences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I've described is a much less challenging experience yeah. than what other people have, yeah, yeah, yeah. have discussed. Yeah. Um, but there's a guy called Andrew Drain who yeah. I think probably for me his story resonates a bit more yeah. um, just on the basis that he um, was a young guy similar in age to the age I am now. Yeah. Um, but he was training to be a cardiac surgeon yeah. and by all accounts like a real high flyer, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but um, his story centers around his experience of developing leukemia when he was oh. in his 30s yeah. and ultimately the end of that story is that like god didn't actually fix his leukemia yeah um and the sad outcome of that is that you know he had a wife and a young family mm-hmm. and he eventually passed away from leukemia yeah. when he was still young um which is like i say you know really hard story yeah, but he he was unwell for a while yeah. and he really used that experience to basically search God okay. and to learn more about him and to know yeah. him and to understand him better and yeah. also to understand his personal experience. Okay. Um, and he's written that in a book called Code Red. Yeah. Oh, wow. um, I'm always afraid to like <laughs> recommend books because usually they're like <laughs> three or four hundred pages. Yeah. Um, but This is a nice skinny book. Um the dream. Yeah, it is, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'd recommend that book for a read. Yeah. Like I said, it's not necessarily the easiest of going, but yeah, it's yeah. really, really it's a challenging story. and encouraging.
1: Yeah. 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 And of course, you know that's that's an example that, that you've found. Mm-hmm. Um, there's examples that, that lots of people will know, you know, the likes of Amy Carmichael, mm-hmm. who was, it, she had brown eyes, and she always prayed to God when yeah. she was growing up. You know, as a child, she was like, yeah. oh, can I not just have blonde hair and blue eyes, God, please? <laughs> of course, that's a wee yeah. bit silly, you know, but in her childlike faith and in her childlike, faith, in her childlike mm. prayer, that is what she wanted. You know, everybody else she thought had lovely blue eyes, and of course, you know, God used her, used her and her and her brown She's yeah. from here, isn't she? As well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, she she went over to India and was able to sort of fit in because of her mm-hmm. her brown eyes. Yeah. As 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 bizarre as it seems, you know, God can use something as, yeah. as little as that. Now she would Amy Carmichael, I think in her in her book has said, you know, she generally did want blue eyes. Mm-hmm. God <laughs> didn't fix it. Now it would have been amazing if he did, like, um. But you know, and even the likes of Jim Elliot for a wee bit of a, of a more serious one, you know, Jim Elliot. Went and found what was like a like an indigenous tribe and landed his plane there. Took a video camera out and started preaching the gospel to them. I can't even remember if he had learned the language or anything, but uh, he got killed mm-hmm. um, by that indigenous yeah. tribe. And he left behind and his friends who were also killed, yeah. left behind wives and children. Yeah. yeah. Um. And instead of sort of dwelling in in an awful circumstance, really, mm-hmm. um wives then took it upon themselves to go back to the indigenous tribe, yeah, um, yeah. and and again preach the gospel, yeah, and the tribe was converted
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, to, to Christ. Um, and I think there's a there's even clips of the guy who killed Jim Elliot out with his wife in America, like shopping around supermarkets and all, and he's completely baffled by it, <laughs> um, you know. But that is mad, you know. God didn't fix Jim. You Jim Elliot's. Yeah. Life. He didn't make it so that Jim Elliot was going to reach that indigenous tribe and it was going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, Jim Elliot gave up his life, yeah, to reach that tribe. No, uh, if God had, and
0: then and then his wife, you know, she would lost her husband. Yeah, and like, yeah. yeah, God didn't. He didn't. Fix that he either. didn't just give her her husband back. No, nope. and you know,
1: or give her another husband and allow her just yeah. to sort of live and. Yeah. And happiness somewhere else and, and and forget about what jim yeah. had done you no know, like he it's
0: just really grasped that like calling of god yeah and pursued it
1: yeah yeah so you know jim's story now has become uh, very very famous i think there's i think there is a movie about it mm. um but if you look at jim's story alone it is mm-hmm. a story of failure he failed yeah. and he yeah. lots of people would say he'd done something very stupid yeah. <laughs> you know going into an indigenous tribe with bow and arrows and he had a camera Mm. and speaking English to them, despite the fact that they've never, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so God doesn't always fix fix things, um, as we've been trying to uh, to get. Is there sort of verses that we can cling to and um, that sort of stress that, or some sort of verses of encouragement? Does the Bible sort of say, look here, you know, God will fix things, or does he say God won't fix things, and unlucky? You know,
0: <laughs> <laughs> unlucky, yeah. That's well, my <laughs> translation. <laughs> unlucky appears many times <laughs> <laughs> in the Bible, that, that particular word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just needs a new modern <laughs> translation. <laughs> well, again, you know, there's always James, which is a great go-to book, also a small yeah. book. Yeah, if you're looking something to yeah, it's sit frame. down and read, it's yeah. just great. It's frame, yeah. Um, but one of the things I think actually, it's quite frequently preached on as well. You know, you find in churches, yeah, um, that idea where James instructs um the recipients of his letter, um. To count it as joy yeah. when you face trials of various kinds. Yeah. And that's like, you know, <laughs> Big. When you take that at face value, it's we were like, all oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right then. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just do that. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, yeah. you know, there's a bit more to it, you know, than just blindly quoting that. Yeah. But you know, he goes on to then explain how, you know, the trials that we have, difficult they may be. Yeah. Um but, you know, God's at work in them. Yeah. And that doesn't necessarily make it easy to accept yeah. you know, or come through things, but there's a comfort there. Yeah. And God does want to comfort us. Yeah. You know, He doesn't leave us alone.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. James is a great book. I think it's I think that like, that's the third verse, you know, kind of all joy when you feel
0: it just Christ. goes straight like yeah. not a hundred. <laughs> yeah, it's, like,
1: it's like James <laughs> the the Apostle of Jesus Christ has wrote this book. Uh, are you as well? By the way, kind of all joy. <laughs> When you face trial. Like, oh my goodness. Uh, give me a second, James. He's even
0: quoting Marley Reid. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. So contemporary.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's loads of verses about it. Uh, you know, I think we even mentioned that verse last week about John 16, uh, 33. You know, Jesus says, I have overcome the world. You know, mm. when you face trial. Or- Goodness me now. I've got them confused. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you're when you're feeling pressured, when things are difficult, here take heart. I've already overcome these things. I've overcome mm. the world. I've already defeated them. You know, and prob- bigger things, yeah, yeah, things yeah. He's to death,
0: yeah, and sin itself,
1: yeah. I don't think our problems really compare <laughs> <No>. <laughs> as bad as it sounds. You know, you do want your your problems to compare. You want your problems to mm. be the worst of the worst. Um, and then there's that wee verse in Proverbs as well. We've got. You know, many are the plans in the mind of man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand, you know, as you were saying. Sounds like me. Yeah, it sounds like, yeah. <laughs> you know, you had, you had plans for what you were going to. You didn't
0: even know what I was going to say, really.
1: Okay, sorry, go ahead then.
0: No, that's what I mean, oh, what right. I said earlier. But yet you managed to. Yeah, managed yeah. to
1: put that verse in. Yeah, you know, you had you had plans. You wanted to be this type mm. of your person, your yeah. type of self. Yeah. Um, now you pr- you probably could have worked at it but it would have taken a long time to sort of change. Yeah, it would have been difficult fair play. It's
0: um, not the way I was made.
1: Yeah. And yeah, you're right. It's just not the way. Learn to fake
0: it a wee bit. That helps. <laughs> 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 just pretend. <laughs> or I like to call it putting my game face on. Okay. Cuz then when I lead in church like sometimes yeah. people are like, oh, yeah." Like yeah. You, there was one person in particular who was like, "That was great. You were re- I oh yes you did so good at that I think you should be doing that more often and I was looking at them (laughs) being like you weren't inside my head
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that half an hour of standing at the front in the pulpit (laughs) your mind goes everywhere like you know you check everything about five times over
0: definitely and then I like stop like I unsee things like I'll have something in front of me to prompt me and then I'll be reading it being like I'd written something to prompt me I can't see it but it's there but I can't see it like that
1: We'll edit that bit out, or we'll mute it. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Gary's made a very astute observation. Um, yeah. So, okay, and, and so our conclusion. I have no idea how how long this episode's gone on. We should really, I should really time this more and better. Um, but our conclusion then, um, although it's difficult at the moment, like we've yeah. said, you know, you've no idea how God could use your difficulty
0: mm. in
1: the future. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: You know, I think there's a wee psalm there. If you want to read out just the the last verse and we'll leave it there, will we?
0: Yeah, Psalm 121 says, I look to the hills and where does my help come from? It comes from you, O Lord.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see you next week for part two. I feel like that was a great conclusion. I think that's the best conclusion we've had. (laughs) It makes a difference whenever we don't just say, summarise above. (laughs) (laughs) Well... (laughs) Yeah, so we'll see you next week for part two of Why Does God Not Just Fix Things?
0: Response.